Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including the Owl House, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stowall. Hey, y'all. And Sarah Dolman. Hello. Yes, the Owl House is back, airing mm-hmm. on Saturday nights on the Disney yeah. Channel and up in the Saturday mornings on Disney Now. We're excited. It's airing weekly, and we'll be checking in occasionally when there are topics to be discussed, such as Lumity this this uh, this week, and probably the most frequent discussion amongst us uh, moving forward, but we'll see about that. Um, specifically, we'll be talking about Will Lumity Be Canon, amongst other Lumity topics from episodes 11 and 12 of The Owl House and the trailer that came out. Talking about all the hype surrounding it. Lumity is the ship between Luz and Amity, the potential relationship, just their dynamic in general. Um, something I think a lot of us here are uh, focused on with this show. The the Something that I've been focused on and now the Owl House fandom is basically talking about nothing else. So I think this is the topic that's on everyone's mind after the uh, season 1B trailer we got and after this episode 12, Adventures in the Elements, which did air several months ago in Turkey. So we have seen this episode. <laughs> Gotta love time. the Turkish. Yeah, no, a legit at Disney airing. They aired it for some reason. But uh, we finally got this episode. We knew uh, how how much uh, Luz and Amity material there was in there, and now it is uh, on on the official record moving forward. Uh, so we'll talk about these two episodes. We'll talk about the the trailer, what we're anticipating from the rest of the season. So, um, and in general, OverlyAnimated.com, we've had some past Owl House podcasts. You can search for there on your uh, podcast app, or uh, YouTube is YouTube.com slash Overly animated. So um, before we dive into all the Lumity, though, in general, let's check in on on Owl House. It's it, we've we've had two episodes since our last podcast on uh, ten and previous episodes. So what do you think of the two episodes that have aired? Where do you think the show is right now in season one? Uh, and yeah, just how are you liking it, Delaney? So watching episodes 11 and 12 for me was really like, man, I miss this show. Like I, like I just, it's been such a, it really hasn't been that long in comparison to like other shows we've covered about Steven universe, but like, I, it's done forever now. Yeah, I know. But like, I meant like waiting in between episodes (laughs) in the past. Yeah. In the past. And like, I mean, I just started episode 11 and I was like, man, I miss this show. This show is just like, it just makes me feel good inside. I just smiled the whole time I'm watching it. And that continued watching watching episodes 11 and 12. Like they were so great. Like the show, I just feel like has a very constant quality that it, and it's a constant good quality. And it's just so charming. And it's because loose is the most adorable character ever. And I'm just, I am feeling really good. Um, it's interesting that we're on, we're on episode, like we're about to have episode 13 and I'm not, are we at, are we having a 22 episode season? Do we know? It'll be a 19 episode first season. Okay. 19, 19. Okay. I don't know why really, but 19. Yeah, that's random. But like, here we are and like, it's kind of interesting where we're at. Like we've, we're building, we're building and like we're, I, you can tell we're about to hit the good stuff. Like we're in episode thirteen, we're about we're about to hit episode thirteen, and she's going to school, so that's really exciting. But it's also a weird place to be, like this far into the season. Like you would think she would have started school earlier, but I don't know. We're gonna see. Like it's, I'm really excited by everything that's going on. Like I guess the sh- biggest shock for me was that Luce actually learned. Like 
her learning the second spell, I was like, we're getting somewhere. Like this, like you can really, we can, you can really tell we're picking up speed, and I think that's really what's so exciting right now because this show is so exciting, and they've laid the groundwork for so many things, like uh, Ida's curse, and then the Emperor's coven, and I mean, we'll talk about it in the trailer, but like I'm pretty sure we saw the Emperor, and like there's just a lot of stuff going on, and I'm really excited, and I just love this show, and I'm glad it's back. Yeah, yeah, and I thought I, th- I hadn't noticed that before in the trailer because I was focused on the Lumity, but I, I did. Yeah, I thought I, I saw uh, Emperor Bellows. Yeah, uh, I watched it twice to like you. I mean, the Lumity is overwhelming in the first viewing, and then you have to watch no, it. I watched it a few times. I still didn't see it until the. Okay, episode. that's fair. I mean, I mean, I, I paused for several minutes when Amity is holding Blues, so like I understand. <laughs> Okay, that's a preview of our trailer discussion. Okay, Sarah, what do you think of Owl House being back of episodes 11 and 12? Yeah, I really can only just echo what Delaney said. It's just such a fun, charming show. Loose is so lovable. And like, you know, it definitely feels like they're sort of slowly, but also like, quickly i don't know like it seems like they're kind of dropping things but they're also building it up relatively fast for like a first season i feel um building towards some really exciting things uh so i'm really looking forward to what we're getting and i've really been enjoying what we've had i think there are some elements that have been stronger than others i think like especially Ida's character and her relationship with her sister and her curse. I think that's been done really great. And I think Luz has just generally been delightful. I think I don't, I I really enjoy King, but I found that, you know, his stories have gotten a little bit repetitive and I'm really hoping to see a little bit more depth from his arc and his narrative. So that's kind of where I'm at. I, I, I love Owl House. I'm really excited for talking about it today. Nice. Yeah. Excited that Owl House is back. Excited during weekly. We'll have it throughout July and August. And it looks like we're on track for a finale of August 29th, an hour long finale. Um, yeah, I think these two episodes are kind of indicative of how I feel about Owl House right now. You know, it's a season one um, shows more often than not are, uh, you know, maybe struggle a little bit in season one. And I think episode 12, uh, Adventures in the Elements, I think was fantastic. I really like a lot of that episode. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's like uh, a top top tier, like amazing type episode yet, but I think the show is kind of working towards towards be uh, that type of quality. But I, I really like episode 12. I've really invested in in kind of Amity, Luz learning magic, um, their relationship, even Amity's siblings. And then you even got a little bit of like Ida and uh, and Luz in terms of like the mentor pupil relationship. So there's like a lot of like really... Uh, engaging elements i thought in that episode that were came together really well also it's just like a really gorgeous episode too which i'm glad we finally got in hd so i could see all mm, the, yeah the, yeah the uh the backgrounds and stuff uh probably the best along with convention probably the best display of the show's animation um episode 11 i i mean it's 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 fun uh it's it's nice i wasn't as into that episode for sure and i think that like half of the owl house episodes are like adventures in the elements like uh, containing, uh, engaging, consequential feeling elements to them. 
Um, you know, most of the time for me, that engaging is like something to do with Amity, but also I think the show has done non Amity engaging type episodes with like the, the Ida curse episode. Um, even like episode 10, I think like, uh, had, had some good stuff there too. Um, but that, uh, but I feel like half of the Owl House episodes are more like episode 11 and it doesn't, nothing really feels consequential. There is a B plot there involving Lilith and Ida, which Lilith is like a plot character in theory, but interestingly, they are using her in more of a non-plot way sometimes, like their mission had nothing to do with anything in that episode, right? It was just like, uh, just a self-contained type of thing, which, which isn't inherently bad. I'm just not as engaged with those type of episodes from the show, um, so I, you know, I think like the body swap episode, there, there's, there's like, uh, quite a few, I think more like episode 11. So for me right now, it's kind of like a 50, 50 chance, whether I'm going to really like an Owl House episode that's, that's, uh, coming in any given week, but, uh, it's possible we're starting to focus more in, more in on certain things with Luz going to Hexide. I'm, I'm very interested in that. Um, you know, we, I know, we know we have Grom coming up. We'll talk about that. And then, uh, in theory, we're getting into Emperor stuff towards the end of the season. So I assume more often than not, there's going to be more consequential feeling plot lines. But I, for me, I definitely think Owl House, this is like a typical opinion I, I voice with other shows too. So not surprising. I feel like Owl House is at its best when um, its episodes feel more consequential. It's like the Disney curse. Um, yeah, Disney shows really seem to all do this format in season one. Yeah, of... Uh, a lot of self-contained character focus episodes. Star did it. Amphibia did it. Amphibia, I, I, I was impressed in how purposeful it seemed. Like it was definitely very, even it was definitely more character focused than uh, more like n- inconsequential than Owl House has been. But it, it, that seems like they're going, they're doing that to to a point to to move somewhere. Um, we don't really know where Owl House is going yet. We're in the middle of the season, so I think we'll have an easier time looking back on it. Um, but yeah, Delaney, do you, do you agree with that at all? That, um, you're more into some episodes or you said that every, all the time you're feeling happy watching Owl House. You know, I, so I definitely, obviously I can recognize like, you know, we have more plot heavy, you know, episode 11 is much more consequential than episode 12, but I mean, not dissimilar to Amphibia, which granted, I must say, I've only seen half of the first season of Amphibia. I've seen like the first 10 episodes, but, um, the I I do think they do a good job of their character episodes. Like I loved the Eden Lilith plotline. Like one, I'm a sucker for siblings. Like you give me sibling plotlines, I'm there. But um, it's just this. I think there. I one. I think Owl House is just such a pleasant show to watch. Full stop. Period. It's like junk food for my eyes. Like I'm just like so happy, and it's so sweet and adorable at all times. And I think that's like, oh, I think they've done a really good job of just immersing you. And also it's interesting because the character moments, it's character, it's, it's interactions between the characters. Like King is slowly learning empathy. <laughs> like, is, and that like, King, but, is that King's plotline? Is that what's maybe, happening? Maybe, I don't know. But like, that's <laughs> what we're talking about. It's interesting because, because you, you love Ida and King from like the first moment you see them, but like they're sketchy, like they're super sketchy characters. But then slowly it's them like becoming a family and like learning to maybe, I don't want to say good people because they are good people, but like they also do super sketchy things that like if we didn't live in this witch world, it would totally not be okay to do. So like, I think it's an interesting balance they're striking with having to like kind of not explain away, but like, 
you know, you have to get you have to get a little bit more in the universe. And then also these plot heavy episodes well, plot, quote unquote. So, like, I think it's again, it's like Luce's journey with these characters and then Luce's own journey. So, like, it's interesting what how everything's coming together. I will say I have enjoyed like that. I think that's the reason why I love Owl House so much is I have enjoyed every single episode of the Owl House. Like, I can't think like, you know, episode 11 wasn't like, you know, like standout breakout amazing. But like, I really I have enjoyed every single episode. And I think there's just every episode has just that little something that just, you know, again, some of these episodes aren't like incredible, but like they all have something that's like, man, this is just really good. And I, I think a lot of it just has to do with like the production value of Owl House and then also just Luce herself. Like these characters are so compelling. Yeah, um, I, I agree that uh, there's always like some like engaging parts of Owl House. I mean, for me, the big thing is even in an episode 11, there's still like these kind of fandom type references, like Luke's <laughs> talking about shipping. Like, yeah, uh, it's so that's good. kind of a constant. We got that in the pilot and it's like, oh, is that how, what the show is? Yeah, kind of. There's there's always talk like that of uh, fan fiction and, and shipping and, and stuff like that throughout. So I think there's always like kind of fun stuff. And we mentioned uh, King. I, I think episodes 11 and 12 kind of a good contrast on King for me. I, I think King in a B plot is really fun. Episode 12 is a King B plot. I think it's, it's, it's fun. I think like he can easily anchor a B plot. He's a good character. I mean, I'm not as into these like comedic focused sort of B plots, but King is like the uh, perfect character for those ones. But then in, uh, in 11, I think King's part of the A plot. And uh, I, I feel like that doesn't land as much for me. I mean, in 10, I think King had a great B plot too there. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of noticing that, that with King, but I do think, I do think he's good. It's just, um, for whatever, for whatever reason. Yeah. I mean, probably cause we're not doing anything specific plot wise with him yet or character. We don't really know where, where we're going with King. I think we've speculated before, like, oh, are we going to do the, the, from the twist from episode one? It's like, you think he's the king of demons? No, it's just a pretend thing. Are we going to go back on that twist? And then he really is a king of demons or something, you know, like maybe we're going somewhere consequential with King, but for now he, he's definitely a, a, a comic really focused character. Um, Sarah, any any other thoughts on that? And then can I want to start getting into episode 12? Yeah, I mean, I agree about episode 11. I, I kind of mix them up in my head of the order because I watched 12 before 11 because it came out first. Yeah. People thought that um, was 11, but it's, yeah, <laughs> we're calling it 12. <laughs> um, so like the one that was Sir King was in the A plot with the with the, the writing and all of that. I definitely found that I, I preferred the B plot in that story with Ida and Lilith. Like I thought like even though there wasn't anything really consequential, um, I think the moments between them are really genuine and it really displays like a different angle of the relationship, not just like, you know, Lilith trying to get Ida for the coven, but like them just kind of bonding and like genuinely caring about each other. Like it's just it was just really nice to watch. Like it's just it's just enjoyable. And I I I think that, you know, yes, King learning empathy um was something i think you know may be important in that episode to bring him forward to maybe a different place with his story but it definitely wasn't quite as compelling um and i mean in in 12 he um with the stuffed toy minions it was fun but it also like feels a little bit like less on that front like with the sort of building empathy because he was just trying to control them and then he ended up needing Hootie to just destroy them all so like it didn't really feel that like consequential character wise 
and like potentially slightly backwards. I don't know. That was sort of my interpretation. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, moving into the Lumity stuff where I think that's sort of something that has drawn me to the episodes. And I think some, the ones featuring Luz and Amity are definitely among my favorites. Yeah. Um, kind of the big ones being, uh, as looking back on the, the Lumity journey we've done, not going to get too into that, but kind of con- convention, their big first episode, Lumity, uh, the Amity introduction is in, I was a teenage abomination, but Amity thinks loses a uh, abomination for most of that. So there's not a lot there. And then, uh, <laughs> who, uh, and then lost in language, which we talked a lot about last podcast. I think we covered that. And now uh, I think this is kind of the third tentpole Lumity episode so far, adventures in the elements. Um, Delaney, quickly, uh, Hootie was brought up, and I know you're a huge Hootie stan, so what do you think of Hootie uh, (laughs) obliterating all the the anthropomorphized uh, stuffed uh, animals in in that episode? I had to control myself, because when Sarah was like, it wasn't a um, big character moment, I was like, it was a big character moment for Hootie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what's Hootie's arc? What's your read on that? It's just slowly the members in the house are involving him. He's not getting less annoying. They're just talking to him more. <laughs> like, Hootie's still Hootie. I mean, to me, that was, like, the big deal with, like, that episode. I mean, it's... I, don't, I think what's so funny about the King episodes is just that... Or plot lines, I should say, is that you know it's going to go wrong, but you never know quite how it's going to go wrong. <laughs> so you're like, yeah, the uh, the stuffed animals are going to turn on him, but no one was prepared for who would rip them all up, right? No one, raise your hand. Was it? No, no one was prepared <laughs> for that. So like, I think that's really like, they, I think the reason why it's so funny is because like they continuously just, because the show is like, it's like kid horror. And you're like, why am I watching it? But I do think like Hootie is because like Hootie is a meme in the show. Which I think they did a really good job of being like, yeah, the house is an owl and he's super irritating. But then they also do things like, hey, Hootie, I need your help. And like Hootie and King are like, we've had a moment. And then and then King's like, okay, it's over. Bye. Like I thought I thought that was done really well. Like I think they do a good job of like teasing Hootie. Yeah, well, Hootie is definitely the the Jerry of the show, uh, the, the the character that everyone hates. Uh, <laughs> that's a, a, a classic comedic archetype of recent uh, types of these shows. Well, I'm it tra- works really well, like Jerry, because Hootie is terrible. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I like when it's a person, I'm like this is mean spirited. I'm actually not the biggest fan of this archetype. But when it's Hootie, it's like this is just a Hootie. So like whatever it's that Hootie. is. Well, it's Jerry from Parks and Rec. I wasn't yeah, sure from Parks, from okay. Parks and Rec. Yeah. Parks and Rec. <laughs> no, because like Hootie is so annoying. <laughs> but because like half the time you're like Hootie deserves it, but then sometimes Hootie like he like you were mean to me. Like like when he's like like I think my favorite this might be my favorite Hootie moment is when King's like okay you can be in the club and Hootie's like no I'm playing hard to get yeah <laughs> <laughs> like it's so funny you called me desperate like it's so funny. Also the voice acting on Hootie is just like top tier. Is that a better Alex Hirsch than King? It, well, it's funny when they're interacting with each other. Because <laughs> yes. he's just talking to himself. <laughs> Classic Rick and Morty right there. Um, but uh, yeah, De- Delaney. Uh, well, I agree. Yeah, that 12 was a great Hootie episode. I'm glad we've covered that now. But let's, let's get into the Lumity in episode 12. Um, Delaney, I have, I have several moments on the outline. Uh, what, pick your favorite, your most standout Ooh. kind of moment from, from this episode. Oh, oh this is... I, okay, I guess for me, here's the big moment for me, was, 
So again, I love all of their interactions. Like, and it's really interesting how far we've come with them. Like I like this, you know, after coming off of She-Ra, I'm just like excited, but like, <laughs> cause it's, it's, it's not a dissimilar. Are, are you more confident now in a uh, potential uh, female, I, female I did, ships after I did, She-Ra? I didn't know if we were going to talk about it or not, like in specifically, but like, yes, like I honestly, like after She-Ra, I am extremely confident because not, I mean, okay, we all know it's Disney. Like we all know, but we also have to take things into context. Like, yeah, we had like a gay cop in Onward and it wasn't really representation, but like for Disney, that's a big deal. Like that is a huge deal for Disney. And then, and also with Lumity, like with Luz, probably not probably she's bisexual, but like, it's interesting to like, I mean, we even have some lines that are a little like, Oh, what's going on but for me i will say the big lumity moment for me that really got me was like where i was like oh we're kind of getting somewhere was when amity like trapped loose and was like i don't want you to get hurt and then she was like bye yeah because like for me that was like you know this is again we've shit i mean we've shifted a lot but going from this um you can't help me to I don't want you to get hurt. Like this yeah, we, just we've already come so far. Yeah, like this tonal shift. And then like it's just they're so cute. And then like there's just so much concern. Like and just like also again, like how Amity reacted to Luce like, you know, messing up her wand, which I mean I mean not mess I mean she drained the battery. It's like a smart wand or whatever. <laughs> And but but then it's just she was mad about that. And in previous episodes, she would have just been like, I hate you forever and just left. But in this case, like she was like, we need to get them back. But she didn't really blame Luce. Like she's definitely upset, but there wasn't any of that. Like, this is all your fault. Like there was more of this. Like, we just need to do what we need to do. And like, I don't want you to get hurt. Yeah. Um, so, so you're, you're into your highlight is kind of this progression with, uh, with the story progression with their relationship, um, that we're getting into. I think that's, that's the deep answer. Uh, (laughs) can I take a second one, like a runner up? Uh, if it's not Sarah's top moment, then yes. How about that? So Sarah, Sarah, (laughs) what's your top Lumity moment from the episode? Um, it's definitely hard. I definitely love Delaney's that that's definitely up there. I think the 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 moment with them at the end where Amity's like, is there a no, Luz is like, is there a book club? And Amity blushes and she's like, Yeah, only if it's secret. And yes. they're just both very excited. And Ida's like, quit your adorableness. And it's like, well, yeah, they're adorable because they are in love. <laughs> I think Ida understands. Yeah, we've we've yeah, talked with Ida, Ida gets it. Well, yeah, we're still waiting for a reference to Ida talking about an old girlfriend. It's uh, true. Talked about those it's old true. Ones. Um, so the the Zura book club at the end of the episode, yeah, that's definitely and the blush, line. like a blush. Yeah, um, and yeah, Amity also uh, with her her siblings there witnessing this. Um, okay, Delaney, your your next moment. Okay, so which I think another like you mentioned the siblings. It's like the sibling teasing. It's not just because Amity's like. It's like embarrassing her in front of her crush. Like it's very pointed. And granted also, you know, this is Amy's probably really first friend, like legitimate friend. And I like every time I watch it, I'm just like, it's again, it's another moment of how far we've come. Like 
I when I saw it in the trailer and then in the episode when um, Amity's waving at Luce. Yeah. And like it's just so sweet and she's smiling and it's so cute. And like that never would have happened like like two episodes ago. So like that's something that I think that again, it's just this journey and like how where we are right now. And then of course her siblings immediately like dunk on her. So like again, it's that whole like this dynamic that they're making. And I'm like, this is like, you know, I don't want to get I mean, I'm getting my hopes up. My hopes are so high right now. But like just it feels very pointed. Yeah, I, I think I think so. And uh, Amity, Amity is uh, I was looking, trying to find this while you were talking. Bosha, Amity has a, a friend, but you know they're kind of like the uh, the clicky. The type yeah, I, I, I'm not so life. much sure if she's like, especially since we haven't seen them in a bit. So it's like, yeah, where are we? Yeah, I mean the 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 evidence I have that they're not like super close, or she's not super close to their friends, is that that sleepover. Um, with the in um, Hootie's moving hassle, I think is what the episode was called, where Amity was at the s- summoning sleepover. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, and and at, and at the very end of the episode, you see all the girls like sitting together on their Instagram or whatever it's called, and and Amity's just kind of sitting on the bench by the window, looking out the window, kind of away from everyone else. So like, it's clear that she doesn't really feel connected with these girls, and. Maybe that's because, you know, she hasn't, you know, she, you know, has a stronger bond with Luce that she's hoping to form. Sarah just pulled, like, her freaking notebook out and was like, excuse me. It may have been because I watched, like, the Liberty episodes yesterday. we're trying to watch the episodes (laughs) to prep for it, yeah. Well, I Um, think I'm going to need to, like, I'm going to have to make my fiance like she's seen some of the episodes i'm like we're gonna marathon just get ready you gotta do the marathon or you could do the lumity marathon which is only yeah. half of the episodes so that's true it. yeah um ha- so you guys have not mentioned what is uh, arguably the top moment so how dare you it is lose in the be- towards the beginning she's like stumbles and she goes onto the ground and she lies on the ground <laughs> look at, looking up smiling at amity so trying good to be, trying to be smooth why would um, we take that away from you dylan we both knew <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's uh, that's the screen cap. I, I, I've made it an option, uh, but everyone wanted that one. So that that's uh, I feel like that's like the most overt. Uh, in in some, I mean, you guys have made good arguments for these other moments being like pretty overtly romantic, but this is like such a st- like a, a tropey uh, person with their romantic interest move. Um, so oh, absolutely! To me, this like stood out the most. It's like wow, this is like pretty explicit here. Like um, and all the blushing way to lie on the ground. Yeah, that's that. true. That is correct. Yeah, and then, <laughs> Not, there was nothing straight about that interaction. I mean, are you talking about the whole episode? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I meant specifically <laughs> this one. But yeah, the whole episode actually. Yeah, specifically, and I do love is there a book club at the end? Um, so I I, I want to see their their book club, and they're going to be in the same class too, because that's kind of the plot of the episode. Is Luz doesn't want to be in the baby class. That was another thing. Amity was like, "Yeah, I want you to be in my class." Yeah, we've we've moved to Amity being she she says says things pretty uh pretty straight like uh no, you know not in in terms of uh, uh that being the only aspect of her that that applies to but like she like uh it's not like mean but it's not like pointed but instead of being like oh you're not going to be in my class you're like oh where you know you're you need to have two spells to be in this class that's yeah. kind of it, like her her default her. emotional uh, interactions with Luz. This is her like conceal, don't feel like I like she's trying. She's being so how far are we that we got a frozen reference? Can okay. we mark the time for me? <laughs> 
Yeah, well, we haven't uh, talked about the, the the old joke of how long until Delaney talks about this thing. We're not going to talk about that anymore. So oh, oh no, 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 get, no. I was about to. No, I was sitting here and I was like, I have a Harry Potter reference. I no, don't, don't do it. it. We're not doing it, though. Look, there's an obvious thing to compare the trailer to, but we're not talking about it. <laughs> oh, the trailer. This is going to be about Amity. Interesting. Okay. Um, she's Draco Malfoy. I hope not. Um, no, it was just about like she's very matter of fact, like yeah. like Hermione. But that was it. Like that talking about her tone, like she's she, extremely she matter of fact. She's a Hermione. She's a matter of fact, yeah. And it's it's we we've come a long way since episode three, where she is a little bit uh, mean to Willow um, in that episode. And I don't know. I've seen some talk of uh, like Amity was like uh, a really mean, bad person. And uh, what? No, like, well, watch episode three. She really doesn't. The worst thing she does is in con- convention, she steps on King's cupcake. Uh, that's like the worst <laughs> action she's taken thus far. And For the record, she, it was really mean. It was mean. And then yeah. she like is, is a little, is, she's mean, she's certainly mean to Willow, but uh, you know, this compared to some, some other bullies we've seen, this is a very moderate uh, bully type. She's character. not Chloe. No, from miraculously back now. Yeah. Um, so it's very clear where her like sort of meanness is coming from too. Yeah, I think the show is interested in in telling you that and getting into her character. Um and and we very quickly turned from Amity kind of being this this mean girl type character to like loses friends uh and and lose just wanting to befriend Amity kind of at every turn. Um and uh you know it's not we're not doing uh, Catra and Adora type thing where they're enemies and then they're gonna eventually come together. Like they're very, they're already like close. Like it, this is, uh, this is clearly a th- not uh, the typical type of thing we see with with this relationship. You know, with the mean girl, like there's no like Amity redemption arc. She's already good. Like she she was. Uh, we if anything, we'd like to see her and Willow reconcile. That would kind of be the, yeah. the thing to redeem in quotes, but. Um, this is a character who we thought was going to be this kind of, uh, mean girl villain type character. And, uh, it's just the twist is that she's not like very quickly into this. Well, I think what they've done so well and what I think is what's so compelling about this, which not unlike She-Ra, this is all about a misunderstanding, like on both sides, like Luce has done things unintentionally. And then, and Amity has gotten, you know, has gotten upset in reaction to and like you know deservedly so but you know it's a back and forth of just misunderstanding which i think is why it's so interesting and now we're slowly like again it's so satisfying when characters just talk to each other yeah i think we're basically past everything already except for again uh the i mean i think we'd like to see amity reconcile with king too that's an important uh, thing to (laughs) apologize for the he's never going Um, to let that go I don't think yeah, I don't think Amity has uh, seen King since then, so that'll be a interesting interaction. I think King will remember the grudge probably. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> His whole life is holding grudges. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so so where are we? You know, they're already like, uh, and then and they loses uh, already, or Amity's already presented kind of as loses friends, like the most prominent friend character, considering Willow and Gus haven't been in a lot of episodes. I, I'd say. Um, so I, it's, it's, it's like just, we're at an interesting place and we'll, we'll come back to that, but to finish out the, uh, in terms of like where they might be going in the season, we can come back when we talk about that to finish out the episode 12. Um, we have, we mentioned the waving, uh, mentioned Amity trapping loose so she doesn't get hurt. That's specifically like framed in that way. That was big. Um, then they're just them working together at the end to stop the, the Yeti type monster. 
I think that's big. Uh, in the beginning of the episode, um, tell me if this is, are we reading too much into the line of Luz saying, I've got a new crush and her name is Education? <laughs> we are not reading too much into it because darn it, this is like, we've had like one, there's a lot of, okay, I'm not going to say subtext because that's an annoying word. But like, you know, there's stuff here and here that like definitely indicates that Luz is bisexual and this is like, bam. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's true. Well, you know, I, I think the other way to read that education, I guess, uh, female, uh, noun in Spanish. Um, but, uh, you know, they, they could, they could have just phrased that in a line differently and they didn't, uh, yep. intentional. Yeah, I think so. Um, Luz meets up with Amity in the beginning of the episode to get her Azura book back and, um, the, the good interactions there. Uh, you, you could make arguments both being presented as bisexual because I do that's think true. Amity draws herself with a guy from the book. Maybe I'm yes. not. I think I think it's a guy. Um, I think so. Yeah. But she also helps loose up with her hand. It's, you know, very, like, you know, <laughs> romantic in a way. Yeah. I mean, I you know, I think Amity definitely displaying, both of them displaying kind of feelings towards each other uh in in certain ways i mean she's bl- her blood going back to her blushing at the end um so just a, a, a lot of these moments in this episode like uh I, I think it's a great follow-up to lost in language which is an episode we really loved um yeah. so well, also like their dynamic in context again like this isn't how she acts with gus and willow lose yes yeah I, like lose is so. much more comfortable with willow and gus and like you know i mean we don't have that awkwardness. This yeah. and, it's, and again, this awkwardness isn't just that, like, because they're not really on uneasy footing. Like, we're kind of like we're we're pretty okay right now, and so it's like hmm, suspicious. Like, it's very clear that Luz wants Amity to think well of her, and she's very. I really want her to be it. my friend. Right. I mean, that is like the big thing with Luz's attitude towards Amity is that she really wants to befriend her. And so the next question is like, what's what's the next thing? What's behind Which that? Is does the does does thought one can have <laughs> just for is that how that works? Okay. Yeah. I really want to be her friend. Mm, so do you, do you, do you think Luz is aware of that, or do you think that she's just like, oh, friends? Yeah, that's all. See, that's that's the interesting thing that I'm waiting to see. Like, I definitely like Luz is a very self aware character, so yeah. I'm. I wouldn't, I mean, okay, in a perfect world, like, if this show was on Netflix, we would have already had a line where Luce is like, oh, yeah, I'm bisexual. Or, like, I mean, you know, I mean, like... They, they could just be telling the story if she doesn't know that about right. herself yet. No, that's true. That's what I mean. Like, it's, it'll be interesting to see where we're going. Like, is this a discovery story? Or is this mm-hmm. a, like, they're teasing it out like they had to do with She-Ra. So, like, it's interesting to see, like, what what's going to happen. Yeah, we Granted, could... We... There's also, like... Luce and Amity are just, they are the parallel of Ida and Lilith. Lilith. So it's interesting, like, it'll yeah, be I do, interesting. I do think they're paralleling them a little bit. So they're, paralle- they're paralleling them hard. And it's interesting to, like, I, like, you know, I don't like, you know, this whole sisterly comparing to, like, perhaps just best friends. But, like, Again, like, we'll have to see what, like, how, like, because the thing is they're paralleling them, but I think, like, Ida and Lilith are going to learn from Luce and Amity. So it'll be interesting to see, like, how this plays out. Yeah, I mean, I think especially in convention, which is, uh, Amity is presented as uh, Lilith's pupil in that episode, which I don't think (laughs) has been really followed up on. Um, But, uh, yeah, they're they're kind of. They just hang out with Ida. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, we, we haven't really seen Lilith in that content. Lilith, in conven- convention, Lilith kind of presented as the the Emperor's top uh, like security person. So I think that'll be interesting as we talk about starting to meet the Emperor. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the, this thought of like, um, where are we going with, with this? What type of arc are we on with Luzanamity? So I think that's it's it's in, in line with like where we're going this season. Um, so I think that, that we have the trailer as a big indicator of where we might be going. And um, everyone is talking about Grom. The, the Grom. Grom is uh, I don't I don't really know what it's it stands for. What the G is in in, in Grom. <laughs> it's just the the prom at Hexide. We know it's called Grom both because there's the episode title for um, the episode uh, sixteen, Enchanting Grom Fright. And then apparently there were, people knew this already from a long time ago because there's a poster in the, the in the hallway in one scene like in an earlier episode. So that's a good catch. Um, but um, we're getting the the princess prom equivalent with uh, with Luzanamity, and that's kind of the big thing everyone's been talking about from the trailer. School dance, school dance, school yeah, dance. We love the we love the school dances, and uh, there we see them. The main thing I think in the trailer is them meeting up in a. In, in the hallway, maybe outside of the, the dance. Yes. Um, yeah. And they're like gazing into each other's eyes. Amity is smiling at Luz and her hands are on Luz's shoulders walking up towards her. And it is the, like the screenshot of that is the lock screen on my phone. And every time I look at it, I want to cry. <laughs> Uh, amazing. This is, uh, if you want to find the trailer, it's on the Disney Channel YouTube. I'll give timestamps from that. At one thirty six is this shot Sarah's talking about. Yeah, I'm, like, really close to having to unfollow Dana because she's going to make me crazy. Well, yeah, we'll, get into, <laughs> we'll get into what Dana's talking about. And I don't know, mean but. in a bad way. I just mean in, like, I need to stop. We'll take, get to that in a second. But just the trailer on its own first. So, the, yeah, you um, lose in her suit plus tutu kind of outfit is that, how like, do you describe what kind this of bisexual mess is that like, <laughs> what are you doing it's like, the embodiments right it's uh, the embodiment and like it's like the way that in steven universe garnet is the embodiment of a lesbian relationship loose is just like i am super bi is she for a fusion record, <laughs> for the record her outfit is on point yeah, so she that's what she we see earlier in the trailer her trying to pick out what the or maybe later in the what pick out what the outfit is. Um but this is what she's come up with and Amity is uh has her her dress on and yeah, she's has her hand on her shoulders, loses is looking at her and we see the, in the same scene we see earlier a close up of um and I think uh loses is smirking in that one. Yes. Um, yeah, I'll have to find the timestamps here. But so, um that that's kind of the main the main thing people are talking about. We're getting all the fan art from from this, an incredible amount of, of Lumity Grom fan art. Um My heart really can't handle all of the quality content that has been put out. Like it's just so much and I just wanna cry. <laughs> Uh, same. Uh, it's at 58 seconds into the trailer. It's in, where they're in Luz's room, I think, or somewhere in Owl House. Uh, Amity's there and Luz is holding up two options, it seems like, for her Grom outfit. It's the, uh, a, a black dress, um, which is similar, I think, to what she's wearing. She adds something to it. And then, uh, a bear costume, like a onesie. So she doesn't go with that one. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, we have that uh, close up um, uh, of note. Another big Amity scene is at uh, 123 in the trailer. We see little Amity 
with shadows of presumably her parents and Amity has brown hair. Uh, this is something so, people have been speculating about because Amity has kind of a tuft of brown hair on her head amongst the green. So people have been wondering if brown is her natural hair color. And then if uh, the next question people often ask is if brown's her natural hair color, was she adopted? And she dyes her hair to fit in with her siblings and presumably rest of her family. So that's something mm-hmm. we might get into. Uh, but yeah, Amity, brown hair confirmed. I mean, maybe all of them have brown hair. We don't really know yet, but presume some some drama with her parents. It seems like we'll be getting. I, I like this better than my idea, but like another thought would be some sort of weird witch puberty where her hair turns green and she just isn't done yet. Who knows? Very, very Muberty esque. Yes, yes. I don't know. They're witches. I don't yeah, know. That seemed plausible. Um, at uh, one thirty-four in the trailer, Amity is in the hallway talking to someone, and Luz is behind her, creeping on her from a locker. Super creeping. <laughs> Amity turns, and Luz disappears back into the locker. Uh, I've seen speculation. Maybe this is when Luz is trying to build up the courage to ask Amity to Grom. How about that? I'm gonna explode. <laughs> okay, legitimately, if that is a plotline, I'm gonna die. <laughs> It seems that seems like that would be a lot, but it's still. I don't think there's no way that's what hap- that's what happens. But like, please, I know it it's may, hard because like I really, really, really want it to be, but I also don't want to be like horribly disappointed. <laughs> we do we do see another Grom shot because we know because Luz is in her Grom outfit of Luz like wielding a mace or something. So there's going to be some like some uh, kind of shenanigans. It's not just going to be them going yeah. to the prom and that's yeah. it. Oh, no, there's I, gonna, some horrible thing unfo- is going to happen. Unfortunately, that is true, that there's going to be other stuff happening. Um, yeah, we saw King holding up a, a sign that says blood on it. And then people <laughs> have been... This is the new meme template where... Uh, was this from one of these two episodes? This, this is from uh, 11. Episode 11. Yeah, because he's like, this is what I want in my story. Yeah, there's some 11 and 12 mixed in. Yeah, that's the new meme template, in case you're wondering. It's a good meme team, template. Yeah. Um... Okay, yeah. What? Uh, so, w- w- out of all these things, um, what, what, Delaney? What's, uh, what's, what are your Grom expectations? What are you, oh, you kind of hoping for? What are you expecting from the a few episodes from now? I just, I don't know, because like, there's the part of me that's realistic, and there's the part of me that's like, let's just have Princess Prom again. So, like, one dip. Okay, Princess Prom was angsty. I don't want that. Okay, you're not wrong. Okay, here's the thing, like. Princess Prom was, like, extremely gay, and it was mainly just because Catra was in a suit. So, like, and also Shiro's just... Luz is kind of in a suit. Yeah, exactly, Luz is kind of... Okay, honestly, I'm already satisfied, just based on whatever context... You could could argue it's similarly gay already to Princess Prom from what we've seen from the Yes, just from the screen, just from them, like, uh, just from Amity, like, with her hands on Luz's shoulder, like, they're, like, what the heck are y'all doing? And so, like, it'll be interesting to see, like... Also, like, she hasn't even been to class yet. Why are we having a dance? But it's fine. <laughs> like, she, I don't yeah, care. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get her arriving at school first. Uh, next yeah, episode, yeah. next week's episode is the first day. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Wait, when's Grom? I thought Grom was this week. No, that's not next week. It's 16th. Uh, August 15th. Mark your calendars for Grom. Oh, August my 15th. God. I have to wait. <laughs> you have to wait. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> God. Anyway, uh, I'm excited. Like, this. Well, then in that case... Well, Grom is like it's not the it's not like the preseason finale, but it's definitely later in the season. See, I thought Grom was like this week. Okay, so this completely changes things for Delaney. We're <laughs> gonna have a build up to Grom. <laughs> yeah. 
I am excited. <laughs> maybe 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 Lou's trying to ask Amity Grams an earlier episode. Even I mean, maybe that's... or then like or like just like you know, Luce is like, "What's Grom?" And then she's like, "Oh, we have something like that." And then like, "Oh, I'm excited. This is gonna be good stuff." And like, we're gonna have even more like Amity and Luce like them being cute. I'm excited. So like, I guess my expectations are it's, it's like it's going to definitely feel like a big deal because it is school dances are a big deal. So it's already exciting that this is like a thing that's happening. Also, I imagine it's going to go a little bit like Buffy the Vampire Slayer where it's like something, whatever horrible event is going to occur at Grom or like whatever the purpose of Grom is. Cause there's no way they just have fun. Like it's, there's no, like who knows? So it'll be interesting to see, like, are they going to be teaming up again? Um, like what's, what's the deal? So it'll be interesting to like, See what happens. See, so they they have their their uh, their moment in the hallway. Maybe they dance. Then there's a nonsense, a, mon- a monster attack. Oh no, no, no! Something to... prevents them from dancing. Like that's going to yeah, like, prevents them. Then, that's then they, be the okay, that's a good addition to this fanfic I'm writing right now. Then they yeah, team yeah. up together to defeat the thing, and then they're like, okay, now can we dance? And then they dance, and then at the end they kiss. Yes, right it's not happening, <laughs> but yes. So <laughs> that's the episode. Boom. Uh, uh, the episode before Grom is Understanding Willow, by the way. So I hope that that's the Amity Willow. Oh my God. Yes, that can be Amity and Lee. Oh, this is, guys, it's happening. I hope so. So much uh, is happening. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah, what are your Grom expectations? Um, I I expect there to be some uh, really sweet Luz and Amity moments. I can, my interpretation of where Amity's coming up and putting her hands on Luce is that Luce is, like, I don't know, afraid or, like, nervous or something. And Amity's trying to, like, console her and be like, hey, it's going to be great. Um, I I don't know. Part of me wants to be like, yeah, they're going to be – it's going to be, like, just super gay. And then part of me is like, mm, I don't know. Like, what if there's some, like – guy school classmate that we haven't seen in the trailer and then that just thwarts all of our dreams so i i don't want to believe that's going to happen but like i don't, don't want don't, to don't say you that. put that evil why'd you say world. that yeah don't say that i mean one <laughs> of the, the one of the things we've talked about this one of the things with lumity is there's no male love interest for lose right so um let's let's yeah hopefully not I just, I just am preparing myself for, for like disappointment, but it's, it's not what I want. And I, I, I think if the odds are better that like we get something really good, then it's going to be really disappointing. Well, the thing is, like, we already got some pretty like st- shots that have uh, set the fandom ablaze. So, will there be like more? Like, this could be it, right? Will there be yeah. something even bigger than what we've seen? Right, because we only see like, any seconds. Of- Disney made this trailer. Uh, yeah. So, like, you have to think, like, one, they've already made, like, the two male characters that we've seen are, like, extremely unavailable. Like, Gus is a child, and then whatever his name is, Matholomew, whatever his, yeah, the mean boy. I don't know who you're talking about. He took over the Human Appreciation Club. Okay, yeah, he's been in one episode, right? Exactly. Like, that's I what guess I'm the, about. I guess he's a school person. So there are like no alive. male characters. So like, it doesn't matter. The other male character is king. Like, it doesn't matter. So like, I think this is definitely one of those situations, not unlike Shira, where it's like it's all ladies all the time, and like also like they created this drama in this trailer. Like, they know what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is like a promo team at Disney. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 yeah, I think. Uh, and now, depending on like. The like okay, look, 
it became like Shira came out and everyone flipped out how gay it was. And then now, and then now that it's over, Netflix is like, let's play the kiss over and over and over and get on Twitter and make the gays go crazy. And it's been very successful. They keep doing it. And I keep clicking on it. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, if they, if they're going to approve it, they're going to get their money's worth. Right. Exactly. That's kind of their perspective. Yeah. And so like, and then to make a trailer like this, like where Lumity is the main focus of this trailer, cause it is, you get Gus and Willow like for like a little bit. Like, they played that scene up as, like, super dramatic in the trailer. They know what they're doing. Yeah, I think so. Um, but to close out the trailer, we're starting to get into this uh, more meta discussion on Lumity, which is Delaney's been referencing throughout. But uh, any, other, the, any other big things from the trailer? I think the big thing that we haven't talked about is the end of the trailer where Luz's mom is seemingly coming to the, the owl. Uh, you know, that's not the name of the world. but The um, Boiling Isles. The Boiling Isles, yeah. I flipped out. Yeah, that's exciting. She's going to be there. Like what? I I don't like one like I don't know how this is going to happen, but like ooh. Uh yeah, I mean I I I noticed in um I think in in 12 or so at the beginning is like, "Hey, it's human uh human stuff day." Like Luz could really go back at any time. Like uh, Ida's yeah. going to Earth to get stuff, so she could wander in somehow or maybe uh Ida like accident she like accidentally leaves the door open when when she's on a thing uh but yeah that, that is exciting if Luz's mom's gonna be there and you know is, is earth gonna be back in play I assume not I assume we're still a state well a lot of the like, I don't know why I'm bringing this up but I will so like a lot of the fanfics are like Luz gets to come here like she gets to go to school forever she just has to go home yeah. for summer and I'm like you know what that would be okay so she so she like uh, she's like a part-time <laughs> Boiling Isles student. Like, it would be Delaney. Delaney I've heard you've happens. read every Lumity fanfic in existence. <laughs> that is literally correct. Can you? Okay, this is uh, this is your time to tell us what the best Lumity fanfics are. Oh, I mean, I, like I don't want to put anyone down or anything, but like it's a lot. I mean, of, it's a lot of kids writing uh, stuff pretty yeah, quickly early. I, on mean, I was once a child writing fanfic. <laughs> like I understand. I mean. I think it's like it's like reading Avatar fan fiction all over again. Like it's very like it's just adorable. Like all of it's adorable, and like I literally every fic is grom and it's amazing. <laughs> like, so like, so yeah, I was gonna ask, what is the general content of the fix? It's all grom now. It's all grom right now. There are some like a lot of them are like a lot of them are like Ambie's life sucks, and then uh, and Luce makes it better, and then there's a lot of sick fix because again, children. Um, and then again, I, there's a lot of that. Oh well, Luce's um, at is home for the summer, and then she's coming back for school. Like it's it's great. All does of them Am- are great. Does Amity visit Earth? Oh, there's one I just read where Luce takes Amity to a carnival on Earth. On Earth. Okay, that's exciting. Cute. It's really good. <laughs> like Luce is like, "Hey, can I have a key to take use the door?" And Ida's like, mm, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? Isn't that how it'd go though? Like right? we could do it in any episode. We could go yeah. back to Earth. Hey, mom, can I borrow the car? Like, it's the same <laughs> thing. Like, it's really, this is some good top tier stuff. Like, a lot of them are sleepovers because, I mean, yeah, I mean, I want a sleepover episode. Let's do it. Like, so it's really, it's, it's really, it's like, She-Ra fanfics are like, half of them are really angsty. So, like, it's really nice to watch just these, like, just absolute fluff. Like, are they all fluff fix? Like, most of them? I would say the grand majority of them are just nice. super fluff fix. Okay, it's good, perfect. I approve. Yeah, that's perfect. That's what this is. Good stuff. Yeah, no, I literally spent like the other day after I watched episodes eleven and twelve, I was like couldn't contain myself and I was like, I'm gonna read all of the Lumity fix I can find. So that's what I did. Great. Okay. 
I love it. Also, all of, all of like the majority of the fix are all Lumity. Like if you look at the numbers, it's just Lumity. <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad. I'm glad. You know, in the beginning, it was uh, only a few of us were talking about yeah. Lumity all the time. But after this trailer, this is all anyone's talking about. Because it's real. <laughs> Okay, that's good. Um, last uh, uh, last thing from the before the meta discussion. Uh, if you put, if, in case you're unaware, they're doing a thing where if you take the first letter of every episode, it'll spell out something. So as we've been learning the episode titles, oh no, we've been trying to figure out what they've been spelling throughout the season. When was so this now, a thing? Did, was this just like a thing someone noticed, or is this a real thing? Uh, so I, I mean, it's it's it spells out a phrase. It's definitely real. Um, okay, no, okay. It's not something. I don't think it's something Dana said. It's like, okay. uh, I mean, this is you know, this is like in the Gravity Falls lineage. Yes. So there's like a cryptogram or something every episode. I don't remember what the, but there. This is like the main one people have been talking about recently, which is they. It spells out an anagram or whatever. Um, we now know we have all the episode titles. A witch loses a true way is what the season spells out. Ooh. We knew it was a lich, witch loses a true something for a while. Now we know a witch loses a true way. So Interesting. Who's the witch? Is it Luz? Is it Ida? You know? Is it Amity? Is it, is it Amity? <laughs> yeah, no, that's a very quiet. <laughs> what's their What's their true way? So we'll Amity goes, Amity's, or, oh, oh, or maybe it, it could be loose. I don't know. I'm, this is dramatic. It's so, it's so dramatic. I well, because loose, I mean, loose is very, like, Here's the thing, like Luce is kind of in the middle between Ida and like Amity, like this whole like, like she did, she did. Ultimately, she learned from the island and learning like the wild witches. But then also now she's going to school. Yeah. So like, it's kind of like she's caught between these two worlds and also literally caught between two worlds. But like, interesting. So like, Mm. or maybe Amity loses her, like, you know, Amity goes, you know, quote unquote, the dark side to like the Emperor's Coven and then like Luz has to save her. Yeah. Well, this is there, drama. Is there, drama. I mean, the last of the hour long finale, August 29th, the agony of a witch and young blood old souls. So I will listen. say the most important development is that Delaney is not working on that day. You already you, did. You check this just now, as or before? soon as you said August 29th, I was like, "Where's my phone?" Like, okay, <laughs> to go. Well, Are you working on Grom Day? That's more important. Grom okay, Day, August fifteenth. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> like if if you know if we get Lumity on in the finale, if we get a big Lumity moment, that's like two days before my birthday, and that's like if that's all I get for my birthday, I will be very. That's happy. a good present in the finale. Yeah. Are we, what if, what if it, I'll have to? I'll workshop this. Don't worry. You'll you'll workshop uh, working on that day. Right. <laughs> okay, we'll see how that goes. Um, uh, okay, so we're we're very excited for August. Uh, last few things. So we've been t- Delaney's been mentioning like Disney and like so that's that's what I've titled this podcast is like Will Lumity actually like Will Lumity be canon? It's kind of like a clickbait title. Um, but so we, you know we've been talking about it. Uh, d- d- we're referencing Disney because Disney's kind of the. What what we consider to be the least progressive of the animation studios at the moment, um, because you know DreamWorks maybe was in that camp two years ago, but since then they've catapulted to the top of uh, people that have actually had progressive content. Cartoon Network's had progressive content. I mean, Nick's not really making shows anymore, um, so who knows? Uh, Nick but- tried and then just 
dropped the ball. You know, Nick tried a long time ago with Cora, but they, yeah. Uh, and uh, D- Disney, we've not really gotten a ton. I mean, I think at the end of Star vs. the Force of Evil, we saw Star display feelings for, um, like, a woman and blush. Uh, so, and we saw Jackie with, with her girlfriend. So we got a, some minor content from Star in the last season. Um, and Delaney mentioned Onward. Um, I would say Disney TV animation is not going to be, my argument would be, is this isn't Marvel, this isn't Star Wars, you know, those are highly reviled, like, uh, in terms of not showing progressive enough content, like, those are, like, where Disney's making their money, um, like, they're gonna, like, care more about that if they, if they think this is some financial burden for them, which is stupid, it's actually just bigotry, uh, they, they're gonna care about those big, like, franchises. I don't like the Owl House. Uh, this uh, to, this is already a show that uh, the, whatever million moms is boycotting, like just because it's demonic. Like so, yeah. we're already we're already past it. Um, like I don't think they really care that much about their TV animation shows. So that that would be the argument against that. But it is a good consideration that uh, you know this is Disney. This is the people we have the least confidence in. Um, the b- big development recently has been this tweet from Dana Terrace, the creator, who I says. So someone, she she posted, so, okay, so she posted, uh, well, it doesn't matter the sequence. Someone posted, someone tweeted her, there's no heterosexual explanation for this. And it's this, the shot we've been talking about, Sarah talked about a lot with uh, uh, Amity smiling at Luz with her hands on her shoulders. And Dana replied, there really isn't. Period. Period. There you go. So confirmed from the creator that at least those scenes um, are gay. There you so, go. Like- so here's my thing. Like here, I guess I'm going to not, not the contrary to Dylan, but like positive evidence, I should say. So like, so we talked about big blockbuster, you know, like Marvel, like Marvel, Star Wars, whatever. Like the fact that we got a woman in Star Wars was a big deal. Okay. Like, which is ridiculous. So then here we are. And so onward, like it's not good representation, but the fact that they did it in a Disney Pixar movie is a big deal because that's like, Again, what we're talking about where they make their money. Disney Pixar is like, hello, Disney movies. Like, that is like a, mm. the biggest of deals. And that was a, I mean, that was a big movie. It has Chris Pratt and Tom Holland in it. Like, it's a big deal. Have I seen Onward? No. But. <laughs> it's You're talking like you've seen Onward, but okay. Well, I know what happens in Onward. That's why I didn't watch it. Also, the story doesn't interest me at all because it's about two dudes. Anyway. So, Onward. The big deal. And here we are, and then, again, let's talk about Star. Like, Star had hints throughout. Like, you'd see some background characters. And then, I mean, it's a big deal. They make, like, a whole moment out of Jackie having a girlfriend. That is a big moment for Disney on a show that was ending. And so, and I kind of liken this to DreamWorks. We had Voltron where they just, I mean, dropped the ball. But they did it. Like, they did it. They had... And ex- they ended their ending. show on a yeah, it's a big a big moment. It yeah. was a big deal for Voltron. Like, what were we happy with it? No, but it was a thing that happened. They had, uh, they had, they had an explicit male male romance. It was a really big deal. They got married. Like, hello, like giant deal. And then DreamWorks comes back with Shira, the gayest show that has ever existed. Like, what? They had Not to mention Kipo. Not to mention, oh, another one, Kipo. Like, hello. They literally had a character go, I'm gay. Like, that's a big deal. Like, okay, yeah, She-Ra, okay, they made out, whatever. But like, So, yeah, so we, we saw how DreamWorks kind of built on their smaller yeah, like steps. So maybe, maybe yeah. Disney's doing that. And now, so, so, like, I really think, like, I mean, this is, re- like, we are, we are seeing really good signs. And, like, also, like, I think, 
And again, we have to take into context creators. Like we're talking about these are queer creators creating queer content. And like it's happening. Like, you know, and you know, Noelle, the creator of She-Ra, has spoken at length about, you know, she wasn't sure what she was gonna be able to get away with until finally around the middle of She-Ra, she was like, I'm just gonna do it and they have to deal with it. And she did it and it worked. And so it's one of those like especially this a witch loses her way one there's like eight witches who knows but like we're talking about like so we met gus and willow and we're like oh this is just gonna be a fun trio series and then they're like boom here's amity and amity is really becoming a central focus of the show like this is a very important relationship to lose and so this is not too dissimilar to the way noelle was like okay we're just gonna it's about catradora and so you know if you tie it into the plot like what are you gonna do about it so it'll be interesting to see how this progresses yeah i think it's a good comparison in terms of tying it into the plot i think we saw that in episode 12 where the, the yeah. plot is you know lose learning magic amity and their relationship is a central focus of that um kind of like this big difference is you talked about how like noelle didn't even know if she could do it until towards the end of the run of right. shira we're in season one we're in episode 12 and it's and we're already having like this pretty big development and- is there a chance that this is they're going to get together this season. And like, we're talking about like, I mean, okay. Cora ended in what? 2012. Uh, Cora, it happens at the end. Of the, it always happens at the end of the show. It happens right? at the like, end. And here we are. And like, we have to think like, I mean, it's 2020. Like we like, I don't want to say we're at the peak because we're not, it's going to get better, but like we're, we're coming, we're at this point now where we're getting results. Yeah. We, we are past the point of this being a, uh, like there, there can be not no queer characters. Uh, yeah, no yeah queer we're past characters. the point where like Steven, we, Steven Universe has like broken the barrier on this. Yeah, like, we are past that point. You're gonna have queer characters now. Whether you're going to have explicit queer romance be the center of your show or that the queer the queer characters are your main character, Shira did that. Steven Universe did that. Like these are focuses. These are important characters. And so to be, I mean, it's not unreasonable to expect this, and it's Disney's turn. And I think things like Star, again, I do agree with Dylan that Disney doesn't care about their animation. What I, I it was shocking to me. So I can't watch Owl House Live. Like I I I, I own the episodes. Like I like pay for them. I mean, but live, I, live is uh, you know they put them up early online. Right. So it's not but online. but you said I mean it airs at like what prime time? It yeah. airs at like that's a big deal. Like one like. It's season one. It's been on hiatus for a little bit, but like the fact that this show is airing at prime time is a big deal. And like, and I'm not saying that to like discourage like what's going to happen, but like I'm, sh- I was shocked by that. I didn't realize the show was airing at prime time. I just thought this was a new Disney show. They were just going to figure out what's going on. But if this is airing at prime time, like it's interesting to see like, because I mean they've ping pong shows around. Like they've ping pong shows we we've covered in the past. So, I mean, if they keep airing Owl House at prime time, like, I mean, they have confidence in it and it'll be interesting to see, like. Yeah, it's one of their tentpole animation shows at the moment on the Disney Channel. 2v4 is because they have none. Um, They have none, no other shows. Well, I just meant like they they don't have a lot of like. Yeah, I mean, it's a yeah, it's it's clearly a major production. One other thing I want to bring to Mix Dana is uh, season 1B promo art, uh, which is really good, features Amity like side eyeing Luz and blushing at her. So that's another factor Dana, into this. Yeah, Dana also liked like at least a couple other tweets that were um, referential to Lumity being a thing. Um, yeah, I can't remember like, exactly them, but there was one where it's like that the meme of of King holding up the sheet that in yeah. the episode says blood, but instead it says gay, and it like and somebody posted that like in reaction to the trailer, and 
then Dana liked that. And so it's like, hmm, Dana, like, what what are you doing here? Yeah, her, her the, the public comment on it is something we haven't really seen before. I don't think uh, Noelle really commented during... No. Until, right, until the end. So, you yeah. know, so now Noelle has come out and like been and like. Now she uh, talks about it a lot. And she talk, she's talked about how she was afraid of like it right. not being able to happen. So the fact that Dana is 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 kind of like confirming this in a public setting, liking things is already a big deal because people go through people's likes, likes all the time, yeah. uh, which is, you know, it's it's a reality of our modern world. And uh, <laughs> but she, she commented on it. Uh, yeah. So like to me, that tells me that she's not there's not that same. Uh, level of fear about whether she'll be able to do it later in the show does that mean that it's already in motions and will be happening soon because like Uh, i would say because on the flip side of that what if she's like it didn't happen but i agree i feel like she would like there'd be at least a rant somewhere Right. The other the other side is like, okay, no, it's not actually gonna like that's like the subtext, but it's never gonna be a real thing. But that is the intended rep- like uh, the intended interpretation. But then you know, this is like, uh, is this queer baiting? Like she she like probably wouldn't say that. Like the, the, right. I I, the right I, I do say. really want to have faith in Dana. You know, as like she also is a queer woman, so like it matters to her. Yeah, I mean, just this, this is just a very shocking tweet in terms of creators commenting on things. We've really never seen this before. So, yeah, this is uh, like, I mean, because to come from Noelle, like, you know, blessing all of us now that Shira has ended to now, like, Dana actively tweeting during Owl House. Like, this is, I mean, especially like, this was a big moment for the fandom. And then she actively was like, yeah. And we we're like, wait a minute. Yeah, she was there with us. Yeah, she and 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 I mean, like we're kind of dissecting it. Like, probably she's just excited that people yeah. are reacting like yeah. this to the trailer, you know. Yeah. So, um, so I like it's it's just it's exciting. I mean, Sarah, how about in terms of like what you're expecting with in ter- how about in show and out of show with Lumity the rest of the season? Because I like I want to put this into play. I think that like they're on a pace of doing this so quickly that it it's not inconceivable that they would either get together or have some sort of culminating romantic moment in season one. Yeah, I've been I've been thinking about that. And like, you know, like thinking back to like Star where we had like we tried we sort of started off with Starco kind of building up and there was the Blood Moon Ball. So they did have their dance, but you know, they didn't culminate the relationship till several seasons later at the very end of the show. And but I, and so, like, I, you know, that's something that Disney's done. And so it's hard not to, like, have a part of me be, like, fearful, like, that's what they're going to do again. But, like, it would also be, like, really groundbreaking to, like, I think it's groundbreaking to have, like, a, a ship, like, culminate in the first season and then, you know, tell the story of their relationship. Like, that would be really incredible. I mean, I would love to see it. I don't know if that's what they're doing, but they're definitely really trying to center the relationship in the show. So I think it's going to be important regardless. This is something we've talk- been talking about, I think, a lot recently on this podcast is, no, we've not really seen an animated show in the last several years have a couple together while the show is airing. Every, like, it, it, we talked about how that applies to the, the queer ships, but also the straight ships like Starco, um, like all, all these other big, big uh, kind of male-female ships. Like, we, we never get to see the story, and this is a general TV talking point as well, uh, which is like, 
the will they won't they is the exciting part once they're in a relationship it's boring that's what you hear and then in the past you know 10 years you started to hear like oh we want to subvert that we want to actually sh- tell the tell the story of them in a relationship on the show that kind of ha- and there's been i mean for the most part in live action it's still for the most it's still, they're still mostly don't put couples together during the show but sometimes it happens i think parks and rec would be an example when they they're together during the show true um, but uh you know so they, they've started they've gotten there they've uh, i mean a uh, good place right like i mean like there's uh, we we've seen kind of like them together during the show in live action it hasn't really made its way to animation yet we haven't really seen couples together during the show you know gay or straight ships or whatever like we haven't seen that happen and so like in general we're really clamoring for the story of a relationship told during the show lumity is in the perfect position to do that we've seen the most romantic progression in a season in a single season since probably starco in the season one because you're right sarah like that's a good comparison with blood moon ball and then then they 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 chose to go the route of starco which annoys a lot of people of they like draw it out a lot of drama um but that's like a more like remote relationship drama centered show which you don't get the sense that that is owl house well i Um, think so me, I, it, it, I don't know if it innately makes sense to go the Starco route with that. Like, I don't think we're going the Starco route. I do think, again, the parallel with Ida and Lilith and uh, Lumity, I think I could see, like, we're going to get to this point where, like, I think season one, we're going to end on, again, the witch loses her way thing makes me a little like, oh, but like, I'm thinking we're going to reach that, like that point that like, you know, we're together or like, we're really close to it. And then that split that happened with Lilith and Ida, but then we're going to work back to it. So I think it'll be interesting. Like, again, this, this is just my prediction. Like, I mean, the parallel is so strong. Like we're dealing with opposing forces. We're dealing with two ideologies and it will have to see, like, is this, like, are we going to get, like, are we going to have them get together and then ripped apart? Or is it them trying to find their way back to each other like in Shira? You know, does Luz's mom come and take Luz back to Earth? And that's kind of the cliffhanger at the end of season one. Which uh, wouldn't be unlike. Will they get to see each other again? Will uh, right. Luz get to see uh, her, her Owl House family? That would feel like Star. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It'd be like Star. So yeah. I mean, some it'll be interesting. Like, dimensions and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. there's definitely like we have several options, and I don't think any of the options really exclude them getting together. Like, I definitely feel like it's happening. Like, they are really like, I. It's, it's again, it's hard. Like, I mean, honestly, I didn't know about that the title thing, and that kind of changes things for me. That like we're going to end on a cliffhanger. You're reading I, a lot into it. I am. But, uh, I am reading <laughs> a lot into it. But like, it'll be interesting to see. Like, are we going? One of them could just get lost. Like, who knows? But, like, it'll be interesting. Like, are we ending the season on a cliffhanger? Are we confirmed for a second season? Yes, we we, we will have a second season. Beyond that, we don't know. Okay, beyond that, we don't know. Oh, yeah, we're ending on a cliffhanger. Rip, guys. Rip. Rip. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, you know, you'd expect something dramatic to happen in the in the finale, like they'll right. bring the emperor into it. Um, just yeah, my number one thing with with Lumity is like, I mean, I'm loving it on the show right now. I'm loving how it's seeded in early into the show, which I haven't really seen before from a female female ship. 
Um, I just like I really want it this them to to be together while the show is airing. Like I like it's just story ground we haven't covered um, in in a in well. It's very much almost ever in animation, and it's 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 like I mean I like I'm I'm gonna be happy just seeing them in in Grom, but like this is like the absolute number one thing I want is like get like I really want them to get together end of the season or soon after. It's like the opposite of Shira. So like Shira, they're together, fall apart. And then here they were, you know, we're talking, we're talking about like the kind of classic bully storyline and then we flip it on its head. So it'll be, I think, I mean, I definitely think there's a chance that this is going to happen. Like that they will get together by the end. Like it would make sense. Not drama, like, you know, plot drama, you know, off to the side. Like, I do think there's a good chance that this. Yeah, like, but I think plot drama is probably the way it would happen. Yeah, but, yeah, but, no, there, the but two, the two examples being Catradora and Starco. This isn't either. Like, it's not a thing no, where they're opposing each other. The like Catradora, they're already t- they're already friends. It's not a thing like Starco where it's like we're going to get heavy into into kind of will they remote romantic drama? Will they? Won't they? Like, it, it doesn't seem like that's what's happening either. There aren't competitors. Like Tom was already built in. Yeah, that's that's a good point. That's part of kind of the romantic drama is you have Tom as a as a factor you have uh other marco people uh you know like as we've talked like, about but like yeah they, that's not a factor here either yeah, yeah. and i feel and like I, yeah i feel like if they you know even though i i brought up that horrible suggestion i think that like you know <laughs> even if they're even if they there if there was gonna be like some guy coming in i feel like they we would have seen him in the trailer because if he was important then like they would have previewed that our biggest competition is like is fictional boys it's true. <laughs> That's true. They've they've only they've only shown uh uh yeah, feelings for fictional also, people. Again, Owl House is structured so instant so interestingly because we have our, you know, quote unquote main trio. We have Ida, Luce, and King, but then we also have Luce's school friends. We have Gus and Willow, and then we have Luce and Amity. So we have really interesting dynamics that we haven't really seen before in other shows. Like, you know, in in Star, it's just Star and Marco. Yeah, Star and, and Marco are the center, and it's not really the same way here. Yeah. And it's very and it and Star and uh, Star very much follows in the footsteps of Kim Possible, which, by the way, did come back for season four. And Ron and Kim were together. No one watched it, but I did, and it was great. Oh, but, I forgot that, but yes, okay, that was great. The, the one thing that's happened, <laughs> and that was forever ago, like years ago. And so, like, and again, and it was something that didn't happen until like Kim Possible wasn't relevant anymore. It came out a long time after the last movie, so. So, you know, Star follows in that tradition of the, like, two main characters, will they or won't they? And and then, so it's we're in this really interesting position because there hasn't really been a setup like Owl House. Yeah, it, it is. And it's, and, and it's just the show's structure in general. We've talked about how there's a lot of disparate parts that are probably moving together. We'll, we'll, we'll start seeing once Luz attends which school, if, if that's true. Um, which uh, we're excited for next week. But yeah, we can end on this. Delaney, heart of hearts, your actual prediction. Will Lumity be canon ever in Owl House? Will it be canon this season? In my heart of hearts, because I'm an idiot, I, Lumity is going to be canon. Like I am convinced at this point. And I said it um, earlier this year. I said that 2020 is going to be our year. Actually, I guess it was in 2019, but I, 2020 is our year and it's been, uh, regardless of world events, um, 2020 has been our year. Yeah, for in the what queer. way is 2020 our year? 2020 <laughs> is our year for the queer. Okay, she wrote happened. That the Stephen happened. Like that's what I'm talking about. Year of the queer. Okay. <laughs> the Stephen stuff happened last year, but uh, the yeah, Kipo. 
Kipo. Yeah, Kipo's this year. It's true. It already is the biggest year just with Kipo. See, that's what I was talking about. I said that in the Queer Rep pod and it has come true. Are you speaking positively of 2020, Delaney? Is that what's happening? It's the only good thing that has happened, okay? (laughs) Only good thing. Everything else has been terrible. We can have this. Are we going to get a quarantine Owl House episode? Dana does has been posting pictures of quarantine. Uh, it's definitely can and them with masks and stuff. It's when they, Edric finally eats the bat. Yeah, oh yeah, that's true. They, yeah, <laughs> Edric eating a bat in this episode. Uh, thank you, Disney, not censoring that. Um, <laughs> I kind of we expected them to. They didn't. Um, Sarah, same question. Will Lumity be canon? Will it be canon this season? I think. Yes, that like in general, they will be canon in the show. I think I- I'm not 100% sold on this season because I don't want my expectations to be so high that like I'm just upset. Um, but I think that like the way that they're setting up their relationship is just so, I don't know, it's so careful and so like setting them up and how they are foils to each other but also so similar in how they both have these aspirations and both are like wanting to be seen as like a, a good witch i think I'm, i i can't remember if i talked about this in a previous podcast but like they are striving towards similar things but they're also very different people and there's different misunderstandings but they're growing very carefully to like like each other but also be self-conscious around each other like like there's so much there that like it's not it's like it's just not possible that there's not romance there in this show not possible that's strong strong words it's not possible that there's they won't be i mean romance in general i guess you can see some sort of romance um yeah no i i'm very confident that lumities will happen at some point um, so that's my answer to that. Uh, it's hard not to be confident after the Dana tweet, I would say. I yeah. That's the biggest thing. And also just the way it's been built up in the show. Um, I will say it's, it'll be borderline canon this season with kind of a dramatic plot ending, ambiguous type thing for drama purposes. I would say, you know, I don't know if we'll get a kiss, but maybe something close to it. Um, kiss, 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 kiss. I know, kiss. we can only hope. Uh it's 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 going to be exciting. We've been slowly convincing people that it's this is actually happening. People are coming around now. It's happening. It's like when finally when everyone jumped on the Korosami train. Yeah, except it's season one. That's yeah, that's true. It's, it's great. Um, Molly, uh, speaking of Shira, Molly who is writes on the show. Wrote, I th- think not anymore, but she wrote on the season at least. Says there are some very good episodes coming up. So I hope that means mm. gay episodes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's that's all the. It's all coming together. Grom, those will be. We're staying tuned for August. Um, I'm also a Grom uh, party. Grom party. (laughs) What does that consist of? I'm getting dressed up for Grom. Quarantine Grom. Yeah. Virtual Grom. Yeah, that's that's my idea. We can can workshop. We'll workshop workshop the the virtual Grom. I like it. Okay. (laughs) Get ready for your. Get dressed up for. Saturday morning in August when the episode comes out. Um, it's annoying it's not a premiere. It's like they throw it up at 3 a.m. type thing. Um, but uh, we'll all be experiencing it. And uh, let us know if you feel similarly about Lumity to us. If you think it will happen, what's your prediction? What's your Grom predictions? What's your Grom excitement level? Um, that's probably, we'll see when we're back for another Owl House podcast. My guess would be Grom after that episode. Um, that's also Unless something near, super gay happens. Something big happens before then. It would at least be Grom. That is, two weeks after that is the 
finale though so it's tempting to try to combine them but we could probably do two different ones um and uh check out uh cp subscribe to not miss the any of the, all these future owl house podcasts overlyanimated.com we have an owl house feed subscribe to that youtube.com slash overly animated um check out all our other stuff at overlyanimated.com as well including we'll at some point have uh, an amphibia podcast on the season two amphibia season two has been fun so far um and uh check all that out overlyanimated.com uh, subs- uh support us via patreon patreon.com slash overly animated thanks to our current patrons especially our patron podcast michael and thanks as always to our patron executive producers ryan c box beatrice you michael needle and phonician um get excited more owl house coming we'll be back to talk about it at some point in august thanks for listening guys we'll see you then bye bye, bye.